Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. Satansrapture.com.org, our band sites, and with me, my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. How you doing, Pastor Harry? Okay, how you doing, Danny? Uh, so far, so good. It's been a good day. That's good, Danny. That's good. And um, as I always say, here we are, Danny, with the only radio broadcast, the only podcast, the only sermon, the only spoken anything on this planet that is teaching the truth of the bible you know from genesis to revelation and back again we're the only ones no one else is and that's because we return to the original teachings of jesus that he's the christ the literal son of a living god not this fake pagan roman trinity and that's uh that's the foundation of christianity how, how come you call him the son of the living God instead of son of God, or like the churches do? Well, because the churches call him the son of God, and then in the next breath they flip it to God the Son, one-third of a trinity. God in his wisdom revealed to Peter who Jesus is. Jesus took his disciples up to a mountain, and he asked them, who, who do you think that I am? And they were thinking maybe he's Elijah returned or... Jeremiah or some other prophet and suddenly Peter says you are the Christ the Messiah the son of a living God and that shows the wisdom of God because you could take the son of God all these fake churches Catholic and Protestant they all say Jesus is the son of God and in the next breath they flip it to God the son one third of their fake trinity well take, take the son of a living God and you try to flip, try to flip that, Danny. You can't. No, God of a living son, God living. See, you know, you can't. And that's why it's so important to say that Jesus is the son of a living God. Because, you know, ancient Israel believed in one God. And then who would beget, create, bring into existence a son who would be the Savior. Like we said last week. Like, take the the show Superman. Superman is a lot like his father. But the difference is, if it wasn't for his father, Superman wouldn't exist. 
And right. there was a time when his father existed and there was no Superman. It's the same thing with Jesus. Jesus fully acknowledged if it wasn't for his father, he would not exist. And there was a time when Jesus didn't exist. And that's um, when God wasn't uh, called the father. When he brought a son into existence, he became the father in heaven. So, you know, Jesus never... Yeah, Jesus never thought that he was God, and and his enemies never accused him of being God. The Pharisees, when they arrested him, they said, do you claim to be the son of God? They didn't say God. When Satan came and tempted Jesus, he, he didn't say, if you're God, he said, if you be the son of God. Right. The demons called him the Holy One of Israel, the son of God. He's called the Lamb of God. The Word of God. He's never called God the Lamb, God the Word, God. It's all man-made garbage. But connected to all this fake Trinity religion is a form of salvation by faith alone, eternal security, once saved, always saved. As long as you believe in the fake pagan Trinity, you're guaranteed heaven. Didn't Jesus call himself the I Am, and his father called himself the I Am, too? So what's the difference? No, father never called himself that. Jesus said before Abraham was, I Am, meaning I existed. In the Old Testament, God told Moses, I Am that I Am. It's a big difference, because I Am that I Am means I always existed, I exist now, and I always will. I am that I am is different than I am. From the moment God begot, created, brought into existence his son, he always existed. But you see, people say, well, why does it matter? Uh, It's very simple. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Well, the voice the Holy Spirit teaches that Jesus is the Christ, the son of a living God. So the Bible says all that believe that are born of God. When you follow this pagan, fake Hindu trinity, you're not you're not listening to God. You're you're actually worshiping the devil in disguise. So you don't have God. And then Satan will lead you into all compu- as much confusion and chaos as he possibly can. Jesus leads us into all simple truth and gives us peace. There's a real difference. So yeah. um <laughs> in the church of Philadelphia, which we represent, which God will soon raise up. You will have at least 144,000 people accept the truth. And the truth begins with who Jesus is, the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then it goes on from there to follow other simple truths. So, Pastor Harry, yeah. uh, you keep talking like there's going to be a church of Philadelphia but it doesn't seem like there's that much time left because there's Russia's going to war with Ukraine. The world's just going nuts with pandemics. How can there possibly be more time? Well, uh, of we need what eight to ten years. We're talking. You see, right. it, what was what would have happened if Putin didn't do what he's doing? I believe the Illuminati through through uh. Biden, Europe, other nations involved, they would have locked this country, the world down, stopped all travel, 
brought about a cashless society and got the world ready for the Antichrist, there would have been no Church of Philadelphia because they would have censored out the Internet at a point where there couldn't be. But suddenly, Putin, they thought Putin was going along with the plan of this new world order, this new world socialist government. Well, Putin showed he's not, and he's waging war against Europe through the Ukraine. And now Elon Musk now bought Twitter, and he's going to free Twitter to have no algorithms, no limitation on people's free speech. So these things would buy us time to have a Church of Philadelphia. That makes sense. Right. It's not going to be, I mean, it's not going to be a, a 20, 30, 40 year thing. It's going to be a church starts, a call goes out. And I believe if there's 144,000 join the church of Philadelphia, it leave the false churches, the dead churches, dead religions. People got so turned off the fake Christianity. They're just out there in the world lost. But those that want the truth will respond. And I also believe something. It just came to me a little while ago. Jesus did, he healed a few people of a blindness, leprosy. It's pretty amazing things. And then he said, you will do greater things than me in my name. What uh-huh. greater, what greater could he do? He didn't really mean greater in terms of, of a miracle. He meant in terms of the number of miracles. Because, like, maybe right. he, maybe Jesus healed a thousand people when he was on the earth, but through through a hundred forty four thousand people coming to God in this final call, every one of them or most of them could suffer from a major documented medical injury, I mean illness, and they could all be healed in one shot. Can you imagine if a hundred forty four thousand people were to- were healed of everything from blindness, deafness, MS, cancer, uh, being paralyzed in a wheelchair, suddenly healed because they come to the truth. Right. That that would be an amazing event around the world. And then the same people, five, six, eight, nine years later, are vanished or taken to heaven in the first of two rapture events, and then the apocalypse happens. But this is uh, what Jesus said. He said, the time at the end will be as the days of Noah. And when the days of Noah, the whole world was evil, filled with wickedness and violence. But eight people, Noah, his wife, his three sons, and the three daughters they took, built the ark, and God started over again. It's the same basic thing today. What about my non-Christian friends? Will they be healed? Because if they were healed, they'd come to God. No, that's not true, Danny. If people come want come to God, it's because they want God, and they don't want the, they want to do God's will. They want the things of God. Just because they're healed doesn't mean they'll come to God. That, right. That's I, I why can't imagine people denying a miracle, though. Well, they may not deny they saw a miracle, but they're gonna. That's not gonna make them change their life. If somebody loves getting high, uh, uh, having sex with a bunch of women. Uh, Doing what they want, you know, uh, whatever they're doing, making money, buying like all they want in the world. Just because they see a miracle, is it going to make them repent and give up their lifestyle and follow Jesus? Right. No. Miracles really help those that already believe. You believe in God and you see a miracle, it, it, it just reinforces what you believe. And it helps the person that was suffering. But 
No, look at Jesus. Jesus healed at least a thousand people, two thousand people. And as he started to preach, what would happen? The people that were following, they they just the, the multitudes fell away. Because yeah, they liked following Jesus around when he's healing people, it was pretty cool. But suddenly when it got tough when he started preaching about following God and giving up with your sins, they they started to fall away because they loved their sins more than God. Right. They didn't want to follow God. But what's coming will be 144,000 people that really love in God. And I just believe there will be a mass healing. It'll be a mass. It'll be a major event. Because, you know, when somebody's documented to be sick, it's like take Spain, right? Say in Spain somewhere, there there's a person in the town that is blind and can't walk. And he's pushed around in a wheelchair and... Um, you know, people donate him some money, help him get food, take care of this guy. And suddenly this Church of Philadelphia starts, and he accepts the truth, and he's healed, and he's out of his wheelchair and can see. Well, that would have a major effect on that town. Right. It's not going to make people give up their lifestyle, but it's certainly going to plant a seed for the tribulation. It's certainly going to make people think. And maybe one person would would come to God because they saw a miracle. But the majority of people, they need more. They have to want God, or just because they saw a miracle, they could explain it away. Do you think that, uh, say, somebody was addicted to drugs, and but they didn't want to be on drugs, and they wanted to accept God? Do you think God could cure them of their drug addiction? Well, of course He could. I, I don't think there's many drug addicts that love being a drug addict, Danny. I mean, uh, they I may agree. like they may like the feeling of being high for 20 minutes or an hour, but they don't like the fact that it wears off, that they're addicted to this thing, that they have to keep buying it and buying it and giving up things for it, and they become a slave to it. I don't. Yeah. I don't think any addict's happy being an addict, but do they want God? No, they don't want God or the things of God. They don't want to forgive their enemies. They don't want to love one another. When I was going to the local Baptist church, uh, there was a gentleman that came in the church. Uh, he wanted to get saved, but he smelled like alcohol, so the church told him to come back another day when he wasn't drunk. Yeah, well, that's not really good, but then if they don't have the power to heal somebody, that's what they say. And as long as right. people, ch- churches hold to this false, false Christian religion, they have no power. They're powerless. They're powerless. So what? that's about what they would say. or No. If somebody comes in wearing fine clothes, pulling up in a Rolls Royce, they'll sit them right in the front and treat them like royalty, hoping that they'll come back and give a big donation in the plate. Yeah, exactly. Churches revolve around money, Denny. Not God. They never did. They became corrupted, and um, they've stayed corrupted. They want nothing to do with God. But Putin right now, Putin, Elon Musk, they're buying us time. Putin is waging a systematic war against the Illuminati, and he said he would. He just cut off natural gas to Poland and uh, Bulgaria, and he said unless they pay in Russian rubles, no gas, no natural gas, because he knew this one world government was coming one world currency and he knew they could flip the switch and lock russia out so he's demanding rubles see he's fighting uh against this ultimately he will lose but right now he's giving the time we need 
right. Yeah, because the world never thought they'd see anything like this, Denny. They never thought they'd see another uh, land war, an invasion like Hitler. And Putin is even worse than Hitler in one respect because he keeps threatening nuclear weapons. So by keep threatening the use of nuclear, tactical nuclear weapons, he's keeping this thing conventional. And the Ukraine, he'll take at least half the Ukraine. He's surrounding it now, almost the whole perimeter, and he's closing in. And he keeps hitting different cities with missiles every day. So there's no, he said, they want no one in Ukraine to feel safe wherever they're at. And this is a major problem for the powers that be. They thought Putin was coming on board. He never believed the West. He never trusted them. And now he's showing, now he's waging war. So um, that's what's happening here. So we're going to take a quick break. And we'll come right back here on Doomsday Talk Radio, talking about the things that no one wants to talk about. Rapture.com, rapture.org, our band site. I'm here with my original co-host, Danny. Hey, Danny. Still with you, Pastor Harry. Yeah, you were my sidekick till you learn how to block that roundhouse kick, and I can't kick you anymore. <laughs> you, uh, no more sidekick. But yeah, it's very good. Cool. Yeah, it's very good questions, Danny. Thank you. But you know, somebody asked me myself about you know false Christianity, false fake Trinity. What they did was. Once in 70 A.D., the first church or the second 40-year generation of the first church was really in Israel, was driven from Israel by the Romans. They, the, the sporia, they drove Israel out of out of a 
their holy land. They destroyed the temple in Jerusalem. They sacked it, and um, the Jews were scattered among the world. And then the churches that had founded over the next, from 200 A.D. till 325 A.D., they wanted to divorce themselves from all the Judaic roots that Christianity was based on. So the first thing they did was they changed the Sabbath day from Saturday of, of the Hebrews to Sunday, the day of the sun god, when the pagan god would be worshipped. That's the first thing they changed, which God said, never change the Sabbath day. Well, they didn't care less what the Old Testament said. Then the second thing they did from 200 A.D. till 325, they started to slowly accept this uh, this Hindu pagan concept of a trinity God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit, three as one, making Jesus a, a triune God, just like uh, Wooden, Thor, and uh, ba- uh, Border, Balder, or Loki of the Vikings, or Anu and Lil Enki of the Sumerians, or or Ra, uh, Osiris, Horus of the uh, of the of the pagan of the pagan world. And the next thing, then the next thing they did, they added a fake. Salvation by belief alone. Just believe Jesus died for your sins, and there you're going to heaven. Off you go, which is not true. And then they took away Jesus' Hebrew name, Yeshua, changed it to Iosus in Greek, and later Jesus in English, or Jesus. And they they systematically divorced themselves from every, all their Hebrew roots. And in doing so, they cut off the power of God. And that's why the churches are powerless, weak monoliths today. And all they do is revolve around money. That's all the churches are, Catholic and Protestant. One big trinity mess. Is it wrong to pray in Jesus' name? Because that's not his actual Hebrew name. No, it's not wrong to pray in the name of Jesus or Yeshua. It's wrong to to pray in his name means to pray in who he is. That's what it was in ancient times. So if you're praying in his name, you're praying in who he is. So if you're believing in the Trinity, you're you're not praying in his name. If so you're it's praying okay to pray to Yahweh too, because I'm pretty well, sure Yahweh, it's not his name. Well, again, Yahweh isn't even a a Hebrew name. That's a man-made theological name. The, right. the shortened version of God's name was Yah. Or from Yeshua or Yahshua. So Yah was the abbreviated version. And then they added on way because they thought it sounds good. But there's no W in ancient Hebrew. His name was right. Yahweh. It just sounded good. And that kicked in. But, you know, two or three people gather and quote Jesus' name as it's Son of God and God the Son of a Trinity. That's not in his name. That's in another name. So they have nothing. It's not it's not which name you use, you know, Jesus or Yeshua or even Iosus in Greek, it's who who you believe he is. That's the whole key to the whole to this whole thing. It's like you know you have a key, you could have a lock and you put a key in, it's the wrong key, doesn't turn the lock. Try another key, doesn't try the lock. Try another key, doesn't try the lock. But then you find the right key and the lock opens. 
Well, the right key is Jesus is the Christ, the Son of a living God. That's the key that opens the door to heaven, according to Jesus. But, of course, right. people think they know who Jesus is better than he does. That'd be like someone calling up the show, Danny, and telling you what your favorite flavor of pizza, what your favorite pizza topping is. They know more what your favorite pizza topping is than you do. Yeah, That's exactly. how ridiculous it is. Jesus knew who he was. He was the son of God. The church has changed it into God the son, and when they did, there's no power. So if somebody wants the power, where's the power of God? It's in the truth of God. And that's that's the truth. So right now, the whole world is on, remember Alice in, Alice in Wonderland. Alice went through the looking glass, and she went into Wonderland. Well, the whole world is outside of God looking in, wondering what's true. Is it true or not? Those who repent and accept the truth of who Jesus is, they're inside looking out. Now they know because they're in Wonderland. They they know. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can just stand outside forever and wonder. Yeah. Just like, a, like the churches that preach... Uh, you know, come to Jesus, save a sinner's prayer, you're guaranteed heaven, and a rapture in the air. Well, they say, well, you come to Jesus, you're guaranteed heaven. No, you're not. You come to Jesus as the Son of God, and you're forgiven for your past, for what you've done wrong. Well, what do you do now? Go go back to a, go back to a, do whatever you want? You go back yeah, exactly. and follow a fake religion? No. You follow Jesus in spirit and truth you do what he said to do that's a changed life yeah see so god anyone no matter what you've done in the past it doesn't matter how horrific a person's past is if they're willing to ask god to forgive them and follow jesus god will wash your slate clean that's good news that's what the bible teaches not man the bible I know, you believe in I know you believe in repentance if you sin, but is there unlimited repentance? Can you keep telling God you're sorry, you're sorry, the next time you do it, you're sorry again, and the next time you do it, you're sorry again? No, because eventually it becomes a game. You, you, there's no change. <laughs> How if a, if a little kid keeps punching his brother in the mouth and says he's sorry and keeps punching his brother in the mouth, well, where's the change? A, a time comes when sorry would mean nothing unless you stop punching your brother in the mouth. So repentance without change becomes a joke. You're just right. playing a game with God. Whether a priest waves his magic wand over your head or some Protestant minister says, uh, just believe and you're forgiven. No, a change is required. A changed life. You know, go back right. to what you did before. A thief gets a job. A, a serial killer would stop killing. Uh, just just saying, a drug addict would dealer would stop dealing drugs. Right. And well, in, in, the, in the churches, they call it backsliding. Well, the churches call it backsliding, but they never were there to backslide. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They never were even on. They never were in there to slide backwards. But but true re- repentance requires change. It's not just feeling sorry. I'm sorry. I sinned, and then what are you doing tomorrow? The same sin. 
Well, you didn't repent. You didn't want to change. People don't want to change, Danny. People, people resist change with everything in them. That, so when Jesus said repent for the kingdom of God is at hand, he means change your ways, not just feeling sorry is wrong, but right. God forgives us for our past. But then what do you do? Go back, go back and do worse? Follow a fake religion? Or do you follow Jesus in spirit and truth? That's a changed person. Mm-hmm. That would be a changed person. See, that's a change. And you have peace. I agree. Because the world has no peace. They don't have any peace. And yet, so, and you realize that the death has no sting. There, There is no death for the believer. Jesus said, uh, he's the resurrection and the life. Those that believe in him, trust in him, follow him, though they die, will be resurrected. And there's a group of people that will never even die. That's this church of Philadelphia that would be born because they're taken or vanished in the first of two raptures. And then there'll be a final chance for the world because God is going to send the devil's son to this planet as the savior. Right. And the world is going to become the darkest place it has ever been. I the imagine anti- a lot of a lot of so-called Christians will will love the Antichrist and will love Satan because they bring a Trinity. No, it's not. It's not. A, it's just a Trinity. It's it's Trinity and doing whatever you want. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's not just it. You'll never see a church, Danny, that doesn't believe in the Trinity, but has everything else right. No, that it's Trinity plus do whatever you want and you're going to heaven. Right. A license to sin your way to heaven. And there are people out there that see the falseness of Christianity. They see how fake it is, what a joke it's become. And they may seek God in other religions, and they probably find nothing there. So there's a whole small group of people out there that are just totally lost. They I always wonder to, what happens to people. They they go to church and they see no miracles, and then they go to their local witch and she's levitating three feet off the ground. Which religion would you choose? Well, the one, the one with power or the one with not no a, power? Well, it's not a power just because a witch can lift herself a foot off the ground. She can't heal anyone. Right. There's no healing. There's nothing good. So, I mean, a, a magician can levitate himself. That Chris Angel would levitate himself a thousand feet in the air. Yeah, but if, I've somebody, seen that. if somebody wants evil, then they're just going to follow evil. But if somebody wants God and the things of God, they don't care if a witch levitates six feet and spins in a circle. They don't want to follow evil. Because ultimately, all other religions lead to man is God, you can become a God. And and the Bible teaches that you can serve the true God and his son. So ultimately, that's what the world's going to choose. You can be a God, Danny, or you can follow the true God. And when the Antichrist comes, how do you become a God? Well, you join his church of sex with anything and help kill Christianity, kill everything Christian. That's that's Godship in, in the coming world religion. That's how you become a god. Sex with a donkey and, and kill Christians, that's becoming a god. <laughs> that's pretty deluded if you think that's becoming a god. You become yeah, a god, exactly. you'd, be, you'd be a very uh, 
a good part. You would do a lot of good. But anyhow, we're well, going to take Jesus did your... say his yoke was easy. <laughs> Not yeah, that gonna... easy. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a minute. But, you know, the whole world is not following God. They're not on the path to God. They're on the highway to hell. And if people are honest, they would admit that. And we'll be right back. you believe more on the show and that's what we're doing well I just you know it's one thing to put down what's wrong with the churches but i've been doing that lately i've been just telling people more what we believe and what's going to happen and what's yeah. happening now and, and you know people can argue about this uh the pandemic and all they want but one one fact remains clear that in that vaccine that they had made before they loaded a vir- an antivirus in it whatever they did 
is, is a magnetized nanoparticle called graphene oxide. And everyone that takes it's been vaccinated is magnetized. Why? Because what's coming is a is a one world religion, and it's based on a luciferic initiation. It's a cat. It'll be digital money. That'll probably be here before before this even happens. And um, in order to receive the mark of the beast, which is a digital scannable tattoo. So they can scan your forehead or right hand. It, they found out that a person has to be magnetized. And that's what the vaccine accomplishes, among other things. So right. they're not they're not going to say everybody's got to get a a vaccine. Everybody's got to get a, a an injection to magnetize yourself for the coming luciferic initiation. <laughs> so it's packaged in a in a vaccine, among other things many layers of control but yeah just I, I have like, my doubts about that vaccine anyways my sister took both vaccinations and her booster and she still caught covid twice she caught something twice danny because what the vaccine can do any virus in your body that vaccine can mutate and then you'll get sick right that's why biden said in december he made a statement, we're headed for a brutal winter of mass deaths and sickness and everything. Yeah, well, that's what they told him to say, but that's what a, a vaccine can produce. That vaccine will mutate any virus that it encounters in your body. Right. That's what seems to be happening. Because why are, look at why are people that are uh, triple vaccinated coming down with being sick? They'd say, "Well, you you're, you would have been much sicker." Well, you shouldn't be get you shouldn't have much symptoms whatsoever. It's ridiculous. But right. one thing's for sure: and we're not going to argue on this show how real the pandemic is. Is it real? I know one thing: everyone has been been vaccinated has been magnetized for this coming Luciferic world religion, and anyone can go just Google United Nations comma Luciferism. And you will see that in 1982, the United Nations openly came forward and said they cannot attain the goal of a, of a one-world religious government through a, a, one wor- a united world by government alone. They need a world religion. And they announced the world religion they adopted since 1949 is Luciferism, uh, based on the teachings of a woman named Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey was a Lucifer worshiper and a uh, channel Lucifer. And her books, her first, her, she formed a publishing company. It was called Lucifer Trust. Well, that was a little too much for the public. So they changed it to Lucius Trust. And in 1980, it was moved to the United Nations in, uh, in, um, in New York City. And in 1982, that's when the seals of Daniel were broken. Remember God said, told Daniel to seal up to seal up the prophecy and its understanding until the time of the end when travel and knowledge have greatly increased. Well, in 1982, the seals were broken, and four major things happened in that year. Elijah Rips, an Israeli mathematician, discovered the Bible code. The, the, the Torah is computer-encoded with ELS skip codes. And... God revealed to me the prophecy of a church of Philadelphia and two raptures, which opens up the whole understanding of the book of Revelation. 
And right. a, a man named Benjamin Krim, backed by the United Nations and Share International, came forward, did the Christ is in the world and will soon reveal himself and unite the world as one. And then the United Nations came out and they said that they follow up the, uh, Lucifer and his plan for a new world order. And they started to publish every year the great invocation. They just left out of Lucifer. And that's what's coming upon this world, this great invocation of Lucifer. It's just Putin, Elon Musk, and a few others threw a monkey wrench in the machine. So that gives us the time to build this church and and uh, have a flash of quick flash of light in the world. That's what the Bible says will happen. And that's what we're waiting. You know, we're working to make happen right now. We're just keeping the light alive. So if somebody really wants the truth out there of God, they'll find God will lead them to the show. They'll lead them to our site and they'll, they'll come to the truth. Right. Or they can wallow in fake religion. God gave us a free will, Danny. And it's the most powerful thing there is. But if God didn't put a cap on free will, it would, it would be, it would, we would all be destroyed. Well, one cap is a law and order. You know, people just can't go out and just indiscriminately do what they want. Eventually, they're going to get caught or killed. But greater is the fact that God has set a time for free will to run its course, just like a disease runs its course. Well, free will is like a disease that's going to run its course for people choosing evil. And it will climb, culminate in the coming of the Antichrist, and the world will follow him into their own destruction. But, for, you know, he's going to revive this ancient church of sects, of panism. Pan was also an ancient name for Lucifer in Greek, the god of the wilderness. So it's, uh, Demi Lovato came out, then he is a, a panist, meaning sex right. of anything, sex of everything. And that's what's coming. And the world is going to believe that by... Did, did did aliens created us? It's being pushed by uh, History Channel and Ancient Aliens twice a week, ten hours a week. The world's going to believe that aliens created us. Did Lucifer is the is the guide of man of planet Earth, and uh, sex is the path to heaven. And by helping them kill uh, Christians, because they will believe that the god of the evil is this evil vampire. Even though they're drinking blood, he's like the evil reptilian god. And the only way, how do you kill an evil reptilian god? By killing his followers. And they'll believe that with every Christian that's beheaded and every Bible burned, the god of the Bible, it's like gets weaker and weaker and weaker until they kill him. But on day 1260, that's not what's going to happen. The trumpet's going to sound. The dead in Christ will rise first. And those that are alive and remain will be caught up to be with the Lord. And then judgment will begin to be poured out on this world, culminating in polar shift, which is happening right now. The magnetic poles of the earth are slowly shifting, and it's accelerating. NASA has been reporting on this for 40 years. Scientists don't know why it's accelerating. So the judgment of the world is already underway before before this world savior even comes. The Antichrist, think, the beast. You think the polar shift was what caused the, the the flood of Noah's day? Oh, definitely, because the flood didn't start with rain. 
The Bible says the oceans overturned. So a polar shift event happened, and that's what broke the glaciers loose. And then, that makes sense. then, yeah. Then it flooded. It rained for forty days and nights. That's why people used to live so long, Danny. People read the Bible. Let's read like Methuselah, eight hundred and seventy-five years, and people say, "What a fairy tale! <clears throat> what a what? It's a joke. It's a fairy tale." No. If the Earth's atmosphere was was thick with water, with forty days and nights of water then we would have such limited radiation called neutrinos that people would age a lot slower. You remove the rain, and then people age faster. That's exactly what the Bible says. Right. Yeah, exactly what the Bible says. There's a lot of truth to the Bible. There's a lot of scientific truth to it, if people want to see it. Yeah, the people believe the earth was flat when the Bible all along said it was round. Yeah, it did say it was round, and... Ancient cultures were told by the, quote, gods that the earth's around as well. But yep. the Bible does say the earth is a sphere that God sits upon. It actually says it's a sphere. It's, uh, some people believe that Columbus saw that, and that gave him the, uh, the courage to try to sail around the flat earth, not fall off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably was. But it's not the... It's not the it's not the Earth or the Sun revolved around the Earth for a while too. Yeah, well, you know when you you go out, you watch, go outside and look. It does look like the Sun is moving around the Earth, but the reality is, no, the Earth is so big. The Earth is moving around the Sun. The Sun is stationary, but that's what it looks like. It looks like the Sun rises in the west and sets in the east the reality is the earth's spinning on its axis yep. it's just so big we don't feel it's spinning i don't know what it spins 1500 miles an hour or something but two thousand twenty four thousand miles per hour or something but it's so big you don't feel it yep. you feel gravity though i mean that that we feel but uh i think there's gonna be a lot of the bible that that uh people Prophets have told us about that they'll see come true, and, they'll, and uh, people will slowly start to change. It's like uh, I read one time in the Old Testament: there's a Leviathan during the end times, but uh, it doesn't. But people see Loch Ness monster all the time; they don't even compare it to the Bible. Oh, Leviathan! Well, Leviathan is a. There was some creature that lived in the sea. It was like a, a scale-coated dinosaur that lived right. in the sea. But Leviathan is also a symbolic for the Antichrist. Oh, okay. No no human can kill him because it calls him the king of the children of pride. So all the proud pe- the people of the earth that believe they can become a god, they will follow him. He's the king of the children of pride. Those that don't want the devil and his son will, won't follow him. That'll be maybe oh, okay. three, four hundred million people. But he is called the king of the children of pride. But see, the Leviathan was this creature that existed. It had scales all over his whole body and came out of the sea. And then so it, even its stomach was scaled, like Godzilla. Godzilla right. was a modern-day version of Leviathan. 
But um, the Antichrist is called the king of the children of pride. He is like Leviathan. And there's a rock band called Volbeat that actually worships Leviathan. Wow. And believes that they're going to rule with him. Yeah. You know, a lot of music today is just Satanism. Put the music. That's all it is. It's satanic lyrics, satanic concepts put to a cool a cool sound. Like that song, Imagine Dragons. It's a really beautiful, nice song. But if you listen to the lyrics, it's just, it's as dark and wicked as you can get. That's true. That's what music has become. It's become uh, Satan's tool to lead the world astray, help lead them astray. And uh, it's not a surprise when we read that before Satan fell, he was Lucifer. He was the angel of music in heaven. He composed, wrote, and, and, and was the angel of music. So it's no surprise that he's using music today and videos as, as the soul and movies and entertainment as his way to influence the world, plant the yeah. seeds of, of his religion. It's just pathetic, Danny, that people are actually going to believe that by having sex with anything, and killing people that believe Jesus is the Son of God makes you a God is the path to heaven. Right. That's how deluded this world is going to become. Yeah. Of course they they won't believe they're they're killing Christians. They'll they'll be told they're freeing them. At what point is the great falling away? Are we in the great falling away or or will it come even worse sooner than uh, later? Well, we're, we're not in the great falling away yet. This is stage, there's two stages. This is stage one. The churches, the great falling away has happened for the last two, almost 2,000 years. Churches have fallen from the truth to a false Christianity. When the Antichrist mm-hmm. comes, will come the quote great falling away when, when, the vast majority of the Christian world, Catholic or Protestant, will fall, will denounce all, everything, quote, Christian, all their false Christianity, all their fake Christian views, and follow the Antichrist. The reason why I asked that question, there was a verse, I think right. it was in the Thessalonians, where it talked about uh, the great falling, the Antichrist wouldn't show up until the great falling away. To me, that seems kind of backwards. Well, it, it talks about the Antichrist coming and then taking over, uh, you know, declare himself God in the temple of God that he's going to rebuild. But mm-hmm. when he comes, there there will be this great falling away from anything called Christian. But then yeah, there'll be... It says there'll be a right. great falling away and the man of sin will be revealed or something to that effect. Right. Man, that's what's going to happen. There's but you've already revealed who the man of sin is. Well, I said who he is, but he isn't revealed on the world scene yet. Oh, okay. He's yet he's coming. He's yet to come. Probably is alive today. He's some type of clone they created. I don't know. Maybe they wake him up an hour a day and he can watch the world news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but he's uh. 
he will be the most amazing being the world has ever seen because you know people have this false concept that beauty is goodness beauty is beauty beauty is not goodness goodness is goodness but that's how people think so this angelic seven foot tall something being comes people will, will be very impressed by how he looks but they'll be more impressed by what he says because if he was teaching the truth they wouldn't they wouldn't follow him at all you know just like uh you can't blame nazi germany for hitler because if they didn't follow him there would have been no holocaust or he had had followers that's true but the the whole world will follow the antichrist except the people that repent and turn to god which may be three four hundred million people and there's going to be a a second holocaust worse than anything imaginable this world is going to get so dark and he's so wicked did the, the bible says the woman this satanic religion that's coming it's like into this woman the uh the mother of all the great harlot the mother of all harlots the mystery babylon says and i saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints the world is actually going to mix with wine with the with human blood and and drink it and drink it and drink it yeah and then yesterday i saw on television there's a hollywood actress actress megan fox who's in a relationship with this violent satanic rapper named machine gun kelly named Uh after an old gangster and they admitted that they drink each other's blood in a ritual yeah, I, my favorite TV show on TV on the food, uh, the Travel Channel, Andrew Zimmern, he, he drinks blood on occasion too. Yeah, but he doesn't admit to drinking blood with his wife and his wife drinking uh, his blood like Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Look what these people are into today. But she said it's it's controlled. Yeah, it's controlled blood drinking. Okay, yeah, that's good. But that, how, you figure, how many more of Hollywood, how many more people are into these blood rituals today? A lot. Yeah. And then a lot of people believe that within blood is this magical substance called adrenochrome, which is the fountain of youth that will keep you young forever. Well, sure it will. Another lie. But, hey, <laughs> to people, you know, the Antichrist is going to tell people a thousand lies. <laughs> but he, after 1,260 days, the lies are going to explode in their face because everything he said is going to be a lie. Because right. there, no, there's no kingdom of God on earth because the whole thing is going to explode in judgment. And it, when that first rap, when that second rapture event happens, that's when the world is going to be in for a. Uh, Judgment, And then we also read that the two witnesses of God, which is in all probability, Elijah and Moses will return. And for three and a half, the first three and a half years of a tribulation, they're going to be prophesying to the world from from Israel not to follow the Antichrist, not to take the mark of the beast, to repent. And... Um, the world will not, of course the world will not listen to them. And it says they're going to seal up the rain for three and a half years. So for three and a half years, there won't be one drop of rain falling to the earth. 
So you got to figure how long will the bottled water, wine, well, bottled water, beer, and soda last globally without rain? Not long. Not long at all, and people will be suffering greatly. And, of course, what will the Antichrist say? Hey, just got to keep killing Christians. We got to break the power of the evil God, and they'll just keep killing more Christians till 1,260 days, and then the judgment begins. Yeah. And it why, begins. Why are Elijah right. and Moses the two witnesses? Witnesses of what? Well, it's probably them. Some people thought, think it was Enoch, but it's probably uh, a lot. Witnesses of heaven. Witnesses to who God is. Witnesses that. Um, they're not following the evil, wicked alien. They're following the true God of the creator of the world. Right. Witnesses, they'll be taken to heaven and then brought here. And they'll probably be in, there's some type of, I call it a spacecraft, a, a, a flying craft, some type of craft that the angels came to earth in. It was seen a lot, and it was seen in the days of uh, Ezekiel. And uh, this this wheels in a wheel this very strange craft landed and out came the angels and they took ezekiel for a, a flight and that's what the two uh witnesses will come in but it, it says whoever will try to destroy them will be destroyed so if they fire a miss and if they try to destroy them it said fire will come out of their mouths and destroy them well to me it means if the world fires a missile at them and they will the, uh, there'll be some kind of force field and the missile will bounce back and just blow them up in flames. The world is not going to be able to destroy uh, these two prophets till their testimony's finished. And then it says on that day, they'll be left behind. And then the Antichrist will kill them. And their bodies will lay in the street for three and a half days. And then God will call, the, call, the trumpet will sound and they will rise from the dead. And with them will be the uh, the dead in Christ. And then those that are alive and remain will be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. And then the judgment is poured out upon this world. So right. we're, we're And right now, as I said, as we speak, the magnetic poles of the earth are shifting. The judgment of, for this world is being prepared right now as we speak. So, I believe that. Yep. Jesus said the day, time of the end will be as the days of Noah when the earth was filled with wickedness and violence and people hated God. But there was a minority in the ark and Noah built in the ark. So this church we will build represents this ark. It represents the, the only true safety because the only way out of a global holocaust then he is up off the earth. And that's what's coming. So that's what we believe. Those that follow Jesus as the Christ, the Son of a living God, will be taken in the first of two rapture events. And those that follow anything else, they're going to have a front row seat in the Great Tribulation. And that's just how it is. Right. Yeah, but free will is going to run its course. It's this world, God cannot allow this evil, people choosing evil, to just continue and continue. There's too much suffering and horror and brutality and God's going to put it all to an end. It's all going to come to this great climax, and then no more evil. So that's that's where we're headed right now, Danny. And we have 20 seconds left. So 
I think we did pretty good today. We showed people, hey, what's false, what what we believe, and what's to come. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks for helping out, Danny. Thanks for listening. God bless. Good night, and take care.